You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 10. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Have you ever wondered what it takes to get to the next level? You know, most advisors and agents wonder that quite a bit. Or have you ever wondered why some people create these incredibly successful businesses and other people wash out of the business before they even begin? Why is that? Why do some people succeed and others don't? Well, if you've ever wondered that, know this. You are not alone. At some point, every financial advisor, insurance agent, wholesaler, branch manager, and even agency manager have wondered what it takes to get to the next level. So what do you do? You really have two choices. You could keep doing what you're doing and hope that you get there, or you can learn what I call the advisor's evolution. And that's what we're going to talk about today, the advisor's evolution. So if you want to learn how to go from rookie to retirement and what to do every step along the way, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to get to the next level? Because if you don't learn how to get to the next level, you won't have a step-by-step process to get you there. And here's what I mean. Every business is at some stage of the business life cycle. It doesn't matter what product or service we're talking about. In business, a life cycle is a way to describe the birth, growth, maturity, an eventual decline or hopefully renewal of the product or service. Take, for instance, electric cars. Tesla is on a growth stage as of right now. But on the other hand, when was the last time you bought a tab? Hopefully it was a long time ago because they stopped making tab back in 2020. The point is, is that every product and service has a life cycle. So what does this have to do with you? Well, By understanding each stage of the business life cycle, companies make better financial decisions. And by understanding each stage of your life cycle, or what I call the advisor's evolution, you can make better decisions to move to the next stage. Some say that business life cycles have four stages. Other people say five stages, and some other people say seven stages. But your business is slightly different. And here's what I mean. I've coached advisors and agents at every single stage of the advisor's evolution, or aka their business life cycle. And most actually have no idea what stage they're on, much less what the stages are. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The five stages of the advisor's evolution, so that you learn what to do next to go to the next level. Now, before we jump in, I need to ask you a few questions. Do you want to get to the next level? And if so, would you apply what you learned? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. The five stages of the advisor's evolution. So before I begin to explain in depth what the five stages of the advisor's evolution are, I need to clarify that Even though I'm directing this towards financial advisors, 
it really pertains to anyone, anyone in the financial services industry. Whether you're a financial advisor, an insurance agent, a combination of both, a wholesaler, branch manager, agency manager, it doesn't matter. I just want you to know that when I say financial advisor, I mean everyone, regardless of what your title is. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over the five stages so you understand which one you are. And get this, we're not only going to go over the five stages, we're going to talk about the challenges in each stage, the solutions, and what you need to do to get to the next level. Stage one, the survival stage, the rookie advisor. Have you been in the business for less than five years and you're just trying to survive? You would be at stage one if you said yes. Stage one is the what I call the survival stage. It's the rookie advisor. And if you are at the survival stage, well, it's the hardest stage of all. Just know it can get a lot better. You see, at that stage, it's what I equated to in the first law of learning, or the first level of learning, which is unconscious incompetence. You don't know what you don't know, and you don't even know you don't know it. I talked about that and how I went through that exact same thing in a previous podcast. I believe it was podcast number one, Are You Coachable? And if you're like thousands of other financial advisors and insurance agents, you probably came home from the corporate training with the hopes that you were going to call all of your natural market and they were just ready and waiting to be your clients. And you probably got the rude awakening that just didn't happen that way. Or you've taken so much of the low-hanging fruit that you're grabbing the rotten fruit on the ground. You see, at this stage, you're in unconscious incompetence. But you can get past this. Now, before we talk about the challenges and solutions, know this. There are two types of what I see as rookies. There's the what I call the rookie rookie. (laughs) That's the person that got the first job out of college. And they are at this point where they're just starting out. And then there's the veteran rookie. Now, the veteran rookie is second career or third or fourth. It could be somebody that was in another industry for 20 years and switched over to this industry. The point is, all rookies are not equal in a sense. So if you're a rookie rookie just trying to make it on your own and just starting out, know this. It might be a little harder for you than the veteran rookie who has all these connections. But don't let that discourage you because you can make it too. The, the point of all of that is, is that all you need to do is get through the challenges that I'm about to explain. And when you apply the solutions, you'll see that it gets a lot easier to get past survival than you ever thought it could. So let's jump into the challenges and solutions. The first challenge is really this, mastering your mindset. And I believe that most financial advisors and insurance agents and wholesalers that wash out of the business during that survival stage have one thing in common right away, the fear of rejection. So conquering the fear of rejection is important. And if you've been listening to these podcasts, you know that there are plenty of ways to conquer the fear of rejection. The second challenge, mastering your soft skills. So what I mean by soft skills are ways to make effortless connections, connecting with someone where you instantly connect with them. Now get this, you do that anyway, but you probably do that most likely with people that are just like you. Whereas if you have the solution, which is 
making the effortless connection. And you have all the tips, tools, strategies, and solutions to make that effortless connection. It's not too difficult to connect with people. And that's what I teach when I'm coaching newer advisors, how to make effortless connections. Challenge number three, playing a game. In other words, the challenge is, what do I do right now? How do I make this fun? How do I keep prospecting when I have to prospect and not get burnt out? And that solution is really a daily scorecard that I've talked about before in a previous podcast. So you create a daily scorecard. It could be as simple as dials, contacts, appointments set, appointments on, you do every day. And I've talked about that in previous podcasts of how I did that when I was a rookie so that I could play a game every day and make sure that I got to the next level. Challenge four, being accountable. Unfortunately, a lot of times what happens is that you're not accountable to anyone when you're a brand new rookie, except maybe yourself or your boss in the short term. So the solution is get an accountability partner. And that accountability partner should be accountable to you too. The point is, is that if you have someone to be accountable to, you're more likely to take action. And challenge five, creating confidence. Now, the reason that this is such a challenge is because most newer advisors and agents and wholesalers and so on don't have confidence in what they're doing. So if you're listening to this and you're a rookie, and rookie's not a bad word, we were all rookies at one point. If you're a rookie, grab a pen and write this down because the solution is technical expertise plus experience. And what I mean by that is when you have technical expertise, on what you're doing. So you know your products and services, and maybe it's even soft skills, technical expertise on how to make that effortless connection. And you have experience. It's not the first time you've tried this. Maybe it's not even the 10th. Maybe it's the 100th time. You'll start to build confidence. And when that confidence starts to build, people pick up on that, and they're more apt to work with you. The most important stage one solution is to become a student of the game. And here's what I mean. Your actions can fall into one of two qualitative categories, which are, what am I doing that is working, and what am I doing that's not working? In other words, if you're a student of the game, you're asking yourself this all the time. Did that work, or did it not work? And that's what I went through when I was a a brand new financial advisor. I started realizing what was working and what wasn't working. And let me tell you a quick story before we move on from this stage. It's a story about a financial advisor, a rookie, that had decided he was going to come to a free group coaching session. And he came to that group coaching session when he was in year three. Now, this advisor came to that group coaching session, but he felt he couldn't afford to even get into group coaching, much less one-on-ones. So in year four, he decided he was going to start. And this is what it looked like when he started. He had $12 million of assets under management. In year one of working with me, he gained $13 million in new assets under management. So how did he go in four years to $12 million, and the year after that, $13 million more? It's because he did this. He became a student of the game. And by being a student of the game, he got to the next level. Stage two, 
the content stage or the content advisor is really that person that's okay with being okay. And if you made it beyond the rookie survival stage, congratulations. Good job. I'm glad you made it. But somewhere along the way, you just got okay with being okay. You understand what you need to do, but you're not doing it. And the five biggest challenges that you're going through in the content stage is what we're going to cover next. The five biggest challenges and solutions in the content stage. So the biggest challenge that I see is mastering your mindset. Once again, it's the same thing at every stage. You have to get your mind right. And in this case, if you're content, if you're the content advisor, mastering motivational momentum is your solution. In other words, getting past call reluctance, getting past the fear of rejection, getting past procrastination. So how do we do that? Well, I've got a whole podcast on that, Mastering Motivational Momentum. So if you haven't listened to it, definitely go back and listen to it. The second challenge, mastering soft skills. Here again, effortless connections are important at this stage, and here's why. Because if you can't connect with a large number of people, then you're not going to stay motivated to get to the next stage. So learning the soft skills that I teach, what to say, how to say it, how to make those connections, how to get through the objections, and so on, is priceless. Because it makes it 10 times easier to get to the next stage. Challenge number three. No prospecting strategy. The solution is something that I call prospecting like a pro. And that's what we're going to talk about in an upcoming podcast. And it's really looking at your business in the way that you look at how you help people invest money or help them with their insurance needs, like a professional. Well, when you want to get past this content stage, you have to look at prospecting the same way. What would a professional prospector do and how would they do it? And that's what we're going to talk about in an upcoming podcast. Challenge number four, being accountable. And the reason that I say this is a challenge at this stage, just like the previous stage, is because if you don't have a daily reward and punishment system at this stage, then you won't be accountable to yourself. You see, at this stage, the challenge is, is that you're stuck because you're content. But if you have a strong enough reason why to take action and prospect every day, and a strong enough reason why not to procrastinate taking action, in other words, you don't want the punishment, you'll take action and you'll get to the next level. Challenge number five, unclogging the pipeline. And what I mean by this is most people at this level don't realize that they've got a clog in their pipeline. And I've worked with countless people that have had a clog in their pipeline and didn't even know it. So what I do is what's called situational coaching. It's where I sit down and we find out who is in your pipeline, what's the situation, and then we talk about the strategies to unclog it. And when you do that, you start moving people into and through the pipeline a lot faster. But the most important thing to do, the most important stage two solution, is to get focused and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. In fact, that's one of the reasons why if you're at the content stage as the content advisor, okay with being okay, the reason is, is because you don't want to get uncomfortable. You just want to stay where you're at. But here's the problem with that. You could get fired. And let me tell you what I mean. 
So years ago, I worked with a financial advisor, and I was coaching him. And he had been in the business for a long time. He was actually from Canada, and he was in the business for 30 years. And this guy was at a large firm. And the firm, one day, said they have minimum production standards. So what he did is he had hired me to help him convert his book to fee-based. And I had a process for him. We went through the entire process, and he identified 72 households that he wanted to convert to fee-based. And he did it in three months. He knew what to say, how to say it, how to convert these people, how to handle the objections, how to tell the story of what fee-based is and why it's good for them, and everything. He had it down to a science. And he got busy. So within three months, he converted 72 households. And that was Good timing on his part, because unfortunately, that summer, his father, and ironically, his mother-in-law, had both gotten sick. They both went to nursing homes in the opposite direction. In fact, they were both about an hour away from Toronto, separate directions, opposite directions. So he would go visit one, and his wife would go visit the other. As a result, he didn't do much at work. And he told me by the end of the summer that, you know, had I not converted this, they would have fired me already. So him knowing that he would have been fired is is a reason why I don't think anybody, much less him, should ever stay on that this stage, the content stage, because you won't be content when this kind of thing happens to you. So by taking action to convert his book, he not only did what he needed to do, but he didn't get fired. In fact, he got to the next level. Stage three, the comfortable stage, the comfortable advisor. So if you've moved beyond the content advisor stage, congratulations. (laughs) Now you're no longer just getting by, living paycheck to paycheck, and feeling okay with being okay. Instead, you've created this mature business, and you've got some loyal clients. And maybe you woke up one day and realized a decade went by, or two decades, or three decades went by, and you've gotten yourself comfortable. That's good. You could stay that way. You know what you need to do, and you're doing it. That's a great spot to be in. Most advisors and agents who get to this point, are comfortable staying there. There's nothing wrong with that. They're a big fish in a small pond. But just be sure, if you're at this stage, if your business is really at this stage, be sure that it's not eating at your family time, not keeping you up at night, not costing you your health. And at this point, no matter how much money you're making, if you've got a problem with any of those things that I just mentioned, and you're consumed with stress, or or worse yet, you're bored, then you want to get off this stage. And that's what we're going to talk about next. The five biggest challenges and solutions with the comfortable stage. So the biggest challenge that I see with people at the comfortable stage is this, and it goes right back to the same one with each one of these stages so far, mastering your mindset. In the previous podcast, I talked about enjoying the journey. And what I've found is that when someone is stressed out, overwhelmed, overworked, 
And even if they're at the comfortable stage, the solution is enjoy the journey. So if you're at this stage, you, you want to listen to the previous podcast because I talk about ways to enjoy what you do. The second challenge is mastering soft skills. Again, it's the same thing as the previous stage because making effortless connections with people actually makes your business a lot easier and a lot more enjoyable. And the third challenge, mastering your systems. So what I mean by this is you need the solution of running your business like a business. Think of it this way. You've got systems in your business, but what you don't know is are those systems efficient, productive? Are they helping you to run your business and not be overwhelmed? So that's the solution. Run your business like a business by making sure that you know how those systems are being run or should they be changed? And challenge four, being overloaded. In other words, you're overwhelmed. You're doing too much. The solution is create a successful team. In other words, go figure out what team members need to be on the team at this point because you're in a comfort stage. So if you want to get to the next stage, and you don't have to, but if you at least want to feel even more comfortable, get the right team members. And challenge five, master your boundaries. I talked about that in a previous podcast about building your business boundaries. You see, some people at this stage, they're making a great living, but they're not having a great life. They've created a book of clients that they're not really doing client servicing. They've created, it's more of a client enabling system. In other words, they're doing everything for everyone except for themselves. And so it's so important at this point to sit down and figure out what is my client servicing system? Is it realistic? And, and are we doing too much? Or are there areas where we're not doing enough? And if we did it the right way, would it create less stress? So the most important part of stage three is this solution. Let me explain what I mean. Let me tell you a quick story about an advisor who had been in the business for 30 plus years when I first started working with him. He was at a great spot. He was, a, he, at the time, he had about $300 million of assets under management. He had a large team, but he needed better communication with the team. So we defined their roles to figure out who does what instead of, hey, who's doing that? <laughs> and then we realized that it was very time-consuming and stressful. So we worked on what is, what is the process for client servicing or is it client enabling? Then we worked on various systems. Some were good, some were bad, and we looked at all of them. And we looked at where he was now. You see, this person had been at the next level. He had been a top producer in the firm. He'd been a top producer for years, but for whatever reason, something pulled him aside and I won't get into the specifics, but his business slowed down a little bit. And he went from top producer, somebody in the company that made all the trips and things like that, and he did for years, to somebody that was comfortable. So the solution was to put the systems in place to have better time management, better prospecting, better client servicing, and creating a better business by having better business boundaries. And what this did was to create more clarification around, really, what is he doing? Because he optimized his business. And because of all that, he reduced his stress. And because of all that, he got more done in less time. He felt better about his business, and 
he got to the next level. Stage four, the achievement stage. This is what I call the peak performance advisor. So by now, you probably realize that the peak performance advisor is at their pinnacle of success. And they're few and far between. In fact, they're the person that is kind of one of the Tiger Woods in the industry or in their company, or they make the company trips. The point is, they are the type of person that has, has turned what they realized into habits, and that now they don't even think about it. In fact, it's just what we do. That's our process. But like all stages, there are some challenges at this stage. Then if you're at this stage, let's talk about the five biggest challenges and solutions that the achievement advisor has. Challenge number one for the achievement stage. Well, you've probably seen a a pattern here that everything starts between your ears. And the first challenge, even if you're at the uh, achievement stage, is mastering your mindset. But it's a little bit different at this stage. At this stage, it's really about understanding your why. I talked about that in a previous podcast about a huge producer that was worth multi-millions and was unhappy until we figured out his why. And the way to figure out your why is to ask yourself that same question. Why am I in this business? Over and over again, seven times. Eventually, you'll come up with the core reason why. When you do that, you understand your why. And when you understand your why, you are on a good path to master your mindset. Challenge number two, mastering soft skills. I know I've talked about this in every single challenge, but what this comes down to is learning all the tips, tools, techniques, strategies, and solutions to make effortless connections. In other words, when you learn these soft skills to be able to connect with your prospects and clients better, it makes your life a lot easier and it becomes a lot more fun. Challenge three, mastering your systems. What's unique about this stage and this challenge is that you already have good systems in place. So the solution is make sure that you have constant and never-ending improvement. In other words, systems analysis, making sure that your systems are the best they can be. Challenge number four, no system for team growth. What's interesting about this challenge is that I can't tell you how many huge producers don't really have a system for team growth. They haven't created a team growth strategy, and that's the solution. Determine what areas of the business, of the business team, need to be filled. Do we have enough client servicing people? Do we have enough prospecting people? And this is where I see teams get more efficient because they bring someone on to basically fill a role that needs to be filled. Challenge number five, not mastering your center of influence connections. And here's why this is a huge challenge. When you're at this level, you have to master those center of influence connections to create, and here's the solution, create raving fans. And this is what I see with huge producers. The reason that they keep bringing in more and more assets easily is because of the connections that they have with centers of influence. Whether you're in a bank and you're working with the private bankers or you're a huge producer working with CPAs, the point is, when you turn your centers of influence into raving fans, that's the solution, you're going to see that 
it makes a big difference. So, let's talk about the most important stage four solution. Creating peak performance indicators. Let me explain what I mean. Peak performance indicators is a system of measuring everything that you manage. It's a way of seeing month to month if you're in line to get to where you want to go so that your one-year goals are, are accomplished and your five-year and your possibly 10 years if you have that much longer in the business. The point is, when you have these indicators in place, these peak performance indicators, you're always measuring. You're measuring what you're trying to manage. And that is a huge difference between somebody that is not at this level and somebody that is. So let me tell you a quick story about a a financial advisor that I've worked with. He had been in the business over 30 years, and he has close to a billion under management. But when we started, he didn't really have a lot of soft skills training, but he saw the need for it, and he understood where I was going with this. So he started to learn it, and he got better results. He had no systems analysis, but he was open to looking at all aspects of his business and managing each one of these different aspects by having some sort of systems analysis or some sort of peak performance indicator to make sure that he was, he was managing his business the right way. He also had no team growth strategy, but he knew that he would need one because eventually there were some aspects of the team that he needed to fill some roles in order to get to another level. What he did have was a strong why and a strong sense of constant, never-ending improvement. And he focused on systems and all the things that he he didn't have in place. And now he has over $150 in his pipeline alone at any given time. And the reason he is continuously growing and define his business systems even more efficiently is because he's constantly trying to improve. And he has better systems in place. And he has mastered his center of influence connections and is constantly managing what he measures. And all of this is getting him to the next level. Challenge number five, no strategic retirement plan. In other words, you haven't mapped out your process, the entire process, for what it looks like the day you retire. And I don't mean how much you have to live off of. I mean what happens to the business. That thing that you've been growing since you were a rookie. So the most important stage five solution is to create your success planning strategy by having a step-by-step process for each year until you retire. And it reminds me of a veteran who I had talked about in the last podcast, enjoying the journey. This advisor had been in the business for 30 years. This advisor was five years from retirement. He had no passion at all for his business and didn't know what he wanted to do. But when we did an exercise, he realized that he wanted to take care of his clients and make sure that they were all taken care of and they knew that they were going to be okay when he retired. So he got his motivation back and he started taking action. And what I didn't tell you was that we mapped out his succession planning strategy. And we worked on that. And in fact, we mapped it out so well that he not only got excited about retirement, but he was excited for his clients to be left in the capable hands of his junior advisor that he had found. And that's exactly what he needed to do. He needed to do all of that to get ready 
and do his succession planning so he could get to the next level. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.